Welcome to the Don't Lose Your Head podcast, episode 76. Take this, two. Ta- <laughs> Shh, don't say that. In this episode, the there is a uh, fragile alliance between men and elves as they try to fight back the beastmen. Meanwhile, in the north, the dead rise and walk on the snow, and the Kislevites have to take up arms to hold them back. And then, after the break, we're joined by two brothers as the god engines walk. One of them, a Titanicus expert, the other one, kind of a dick. You'll see after the music break. But first, I am Morten, and I'm joined by Nicholas. Hello, everyone. Hello. First thing first, are you uh, infected yet? Uh, maybe. Who knows? Yep. I think it's pretty hard to tell. Yep. Uh, had a slight cough. I might be uh, infected. I could die. No one this knows. Could, could be the last episode. Nicholas might die as we record, which would be really cool. Yeah, best best show ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, just briefly say that it's very sad that, uh, of course, events like Adepticon and stuff are having to cancel. Uh, in Sweden, I know that GothCon also is talking about cancel or has been canceled. But yeah. as far as I know, there still will be Easter heresy in Burgos. So go there. <laughs> Bring your hazmat hazmat suit. Yeah, everything we'll is uh, canceling here as well. Uh, one fancy event that I was going to cancel mm-hmm. end of March, and mm-hmm. another one at the beginning of April, a 30k event I was really looking forward to, and also salute the big uh, convention. Sad. What we convention? Yeah, I was gonna fucking ask uh, the Perry twins about the uh, Leopold shoes. Oh, and shit. now I won't be able to. It's very sad. Just have to go to their home. Now we will never know. Maybe it's a sec- oh. secret that they keep so well that they, after they heard, I was going to ask them, they planted a virus in China. <laughs> no one they... can know. Oh, those Perry brothers. <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, as Morton said, we're going to talk a bit about our recent fantasy games. And yep. also after the break, uh, Morton is interviewing... The, the Svensson the, brothers. Yeah, the infamous brothers. Yes. Uh, uh, stick around for that. Good stuff. Yeah. So, but, fantasy. Just before the, the plague hit us very hard, uh, yep. I had a chance to go to uh, Darkseer, my local game store, and play mm-hmm. a game against a guy that came to visit. Just a dude looking for a dude. Yeah. He was coming down here for like a book convention. That didn't happen in the end, and it was just starting to like get a bit crazy with the virus, but not <laughs> that crazy yet. So uh, we went there during the day on a Friday, and there was no one there, pretty much. <laughs> so we had a nice, quiet store to plan. Nice. And uh, he wanted to play 3,000 points. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. That's the maximum amount of points that I can play with my Kislev. So it was nice to be able to just build my entire army. Shit. Shit. That's still a lot of uh, people on horseback. Yeah. That's... Um, how many? I counted them. I have like maybe 70 or 80 horsemen yeah. and, and some infantry as well. We're... Um, like, in general, were the models more expensive in 6th edition? And, yes. that be- and then, yeah. So you had to field more and more for like 8th edition. Yeah, 
and uh and more importantly you had to field like each unit had to be bigger yeah that is because cool. <laughs> yeah because you had a bunch of uh you got a bunch of bonuses for having bigger units like yep. steadfast and uh horde formations and stuff like that yeah okay uh um, while in six you could have well you could have uh as big armies but you tend to have smaller units yeah yeah for uh for models for a rank bonus also right yeah, you could do that. I think most people have five guys mm. just because you get more attacks and, and you can fit a full command and it will look nicer. Oh, yeah. So uh, what did you bring? Uh, so I had three units of uh, ten uh, wing lancers for command. Mm-hmm. And my Griffin Legion, which are the lancers that are a bit better, mm-hmm. also full command. And then I had... Uh, 20, no, 30 horse archers, my two <laughs> galloper guns, uh, 18 cossars, infantry with gray weapon and bows, and That's three boyars. Yeah, badasses. <laughs> uh, three boyars, two on horse and one on foot. And uh-huh. the one on foot is a Vostroyan company commander oh, yes. that Jimmy converted for me. Yes. <laughs> so that was the first time that I got to use him in action. So it was really fun. And uh, yeah, he fits very well with the the models. Yeah. So the 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 model itself it, it has a, a, like a bionic right leg and a oh. power fist mm-hmm. left hand, and he's holding like a, a cane in his right hand. So Jimmy converted him so he has a, a wooden leg instead of a bionic <laughs> leg, and just switched out his uh, power fist for just a regular hand sticking out, and yeah. put some. Uh, Flame lock pistols on him as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, the guy I was playing played Vampire Counts. Mm-hmm. He had uh, a bunch of ghosts everywhere. As many ghosts as you can possibly imagine. Banshees, uh, spirit hosts. Uh, what are they called? Wraiths? There's like banshees. Or oh, the heroes. Cairn? Cairn Wraiths? I don't know. Is it, there's like a hero choice and a rare choice. Like the, yeah. the dude with a huge uh, scythe. And the... mm, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what they ah. are. They, they scream. Spookies. I think it's benches. Oh, uh, so he wanted to play Breakthrough. So I had to kind of chase him off the land. There's like a little village in the middle of the board. Okay. Or four houses. And I had to get into his deployment zone. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, the game did not go super well. <laughs> <laughs> so he had first turn and moved up and got his spirit host in like a pretty bad position, which allowed me to uh, charge him in the flank with my Griffin Legion, which I did. But I can't damage him because he's ethereal, so I can only damage him with magic weapons. Yeah. So I could only win by combat resolution. So it would take a couple of turns. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he moved up with his, his Banshee, the cost Terror. And oh, they yeah. actually scared away my Griffin Legion. And they just <laughs> ran and were chased down by his Black Knights. Shit. And uh, then my other like beefy unit in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, they failed somehow as well and got run down. Oh. And yeah. And then on my right flank, things were going decent. I was winning slightly. Uh, one of my Lancer units charged a unit of ghouls. 
and they just broke and ran instantly. And they overran into one of his wizard lords. Oh, yeah, and, nice. Uh, he was in a, a forest as well, and they bombed it, the, the roll, and uh, he charged him down. Uh, and then on the left flank, things were not going great, but my light horses managed to ride around all of his units, basically, and uh, move into his deployment zone. Uh, so, overall in the game, my flanks did okay and managed to get into this deployment zone. And the middle just failed miserably. Uh, I did manage to just gallop the the galloper guns <laughs> through the middle because <laughs> all of his units were engaged and, and I just rode past him. So that was pretty fun. <laughs> just to get that uh, extra point, those extra points. That's yeah. Really nice. uh, it wasn't enough to, to win the game. I had to ha- get like a third of my army, so a thousand points into the deployment oh, okay. zone. And I managed but, to get like six hundred. But there's nothing negative with with you uh, with him going into your deployment zone or anything, right? No. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was a really great game. He was mm-hmm. a great guy. Uh, it's always nice when you uh, get asked by someone that you don't know if they want to yeah. play a game, and they turn yeah. out to be a great guy. Yeah. So we. I've seen that happen. <laughs> so he was a great sport, and I would love to play him again. Take my yeah. revenge. And he lives in England, right? But just not in London. Yeah, he lives in some small place. There are so many small places in England. Like There are towns everywhere. <laughs> if you look at a map in Sweden, yeah. then you would like see a city, and then you would just see forest, 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 and then maybe some small place. Yeah. And then Next forest, city. forest, 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 and then a city. <laughs> but in England, it's just like there are roads everywhere, and there are these tiny hamlets everywhere. There's <laughs> towns, cities, and hamlets absolutely everywhere. I'm from Glenshire Civil which upon upon Avon. <laughs> oh. Yep. Exactly like that. But yeah, so... You might join for an event in the future then, perhaps, also. Yes. Something. Yeah. So we're uh, we're planning on going to Warm World, Ooh, uh, nice. Play some fantasy in like October. Mm-hmm. There's a, a bunch of us going there, so you can't you can't book like an event there. So we would yeah. just all have to go there at the same time and try and get as many tables as possible. It'd be there when they open or something. Yeah. Just like uh, raid it. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if it will be open. Uh, seeing that they cancel like all their events for the rest of the year. <laughs> We're here to, uh, to to just play sixth edition. <laughs> yeah. What square square bases? What? And they'll yeah they'll just be happy like oh yes, damn it's a good idea to bring back fantasy in the future it seems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. We'll see if uh, the other there's a bunch of tournaments going on in in England this year. We'll see how many of them will still happen. Hopefully this will have blown over by then. Yeah, yeah. We should stand strong. Uh, but um, do you also want to talk a bit about uh, the new stuff you're working on and things? Uh, yeah. Uh, so for fantasy, I am uh, painting my slayers. Um, mm-hmm. I'll get to paint some this weekend. Yeah. Uh, for third K, I just finished my second Sikoran. Yes. So now I have a duo of them. I love that tank. It's yes. 
one of the best looking tanks, I think. It's just just like the Fellblade, like the early Heresy tanks. They're just very they look very proportional. Yeah. They they look like they could actually work. Yeah. Uh, and you and you're working on your rhinos also. Yep. The rhinos are now camouflaged. Yes. Now you just need to get all of the base colors down and some weathering and then they're pretty much done. Do they get shrouded now? By having... <laughs> oh yeah. You... Only on, on desert uh, desert tables. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if Space Marines could ever buy it, but like uh, an Imperial Armor and Lim Imperial Guard books, you could buy camo netting for your tanks. So ah, cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was talking with Brennan the other day about tanks in general, and it would just be cool if they gave some more options for tanks. Like if they did like a classical Imperial armor for oh, yeah. the Heresy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, because they did allow a lot of Forge World tanks, right? But just, or like a, an Errata or something like, oh, you can take these as well. Yeah, I think that's for Lords of War, honestly. Ah, you're probably right. Yeah. Got um, but I would it. love just like a armored recovery rhino. Like ah, a, yes. A medic rhino and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, add the uh, yeah, add the Chimera and stuff also. God damn it! Yeah, and a proper Imperial army. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of humans, I've mm -hmm. also kind of started another project <laughs> uh, of militia. Or I'm, I'm not sure what rules I would use for mm -hmm. them so far, but uh, I've ordered some Vostroans. Oh yes. So I saw this guy selling Vostroyans, the old metal ones, mm -hmm. and like an entire army uh, unpainted for like 400 pounds. And I'm like, oh, shit, these models look really good, but that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And also metal is going to be a pain in the ass. For, mm -hmm. for fantasy, it's okay because they're on our, like a, a movement tray mm -hmm. and you cannot just move the entire movement tray. So that's fine. But if you're going to move a bunch of militia, you're going to have to like, Pick handfuls up and move them. <laughs> it's going to be heavy. And they're going to scrape the paint off and stuff. Yeah. It's just going to ship incredibly. Uh, so I found this totally legit business called Black Market Miniatures online. <laughs> and uh, he makes Vostroyans in resin. So oh. I tried ordering some. And see we'll see how see. they end up. Yeah. yeah. How the qu quality is. They're, they're on their way. On their mm. way from uh, Novosibirsk, mm. uh, but we will see <laughs> if they get here because I ordered them to work as well, and we'll see if oh, shit. if my work even exists when I get her. But uh, it's it's such a cool idea though because there's so many very nice old metal sculpts, and if I mean if Games Workshop themselves don't see the profit of uh, you know remaking those or something, I mean. Yeah. If yeah, it would be just cool to get casts and do them in resin. Um, yeah, and uh, like a uh, recasts in general, it's a bit of a <laughs> iffy subject. Some people really think it's immoral, and some people don't really care. Uh, but I mean, especially if they're out of production models. Yes, definitely. I mean, I know that Games Workshop has been having these. Oh, for a limited time, you can make made to order. Uh, yeah. With Vostroyans and Valhalans and stuff, uh, but I mean, other than that, a lot of them you can't reliably 
get it, you get your hands on, even if you really like the models. So yeah, I, I, and, I, I don't uh, mind. I know I have an entire uh, original Kislev army and dwarf mm. army, so yep. all of other production models. So yeah, fucking give me a break. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. Just imagine, I mean, being able to easily convert some of these old models. Yeah. Also, yeah, it's gonna be nice. Yeah, they look really well the, in the pictures. I don't know what they will be like. I mm. made a fairly small order just yeah. to see the quality. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm really excited for that. Yeah. And I'm uh, going to convert some uh, uh, some Deathcore Death Riders as well. Ooh, yes. You yes. do like head swaps. You, you can buy uh, individual heads from this guy as well. Oh, okay. Very nice. So you could do, yeah. It'll but uh, uh, Cossack riders. Yeah, I know. I asked you if you're gonna do them on snow bases, but you had another idea, I think. Yeah, I don't. Not sure what theme I will go with them yet. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, like the first thing I idea I had in mind was to have them like cream colored uniforms in a mm -hmm. like a desert or oh, trench warfare, also. Right? Yeah, or I would have them like green and uh, like brown um, <laughs> hats. You stand like uh, uh, First World War Russians or like Crimean War Russians. Yeah. And just muddy bases. <laughs> and I was also considering using like red uniforms and some lighter hats. I mean, it is a very nice. Uh, the original scheme is also very nice, but it's uh, fun to do something special. Yeah. Yeah, we will see. There are so many ways of painting these guys. Uh, mm -hmm. And I keep changing my mind, so... <laughs> I'll see what happens when I get him. The, uh, yeah, but the, the the green uniforms are tempting. Yeah. You'll have an epiphany when you suddenly have them in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> so what about you, Morten? What have you yes. been doing? Uh, I'm currently uh, painting some uh, duelists for my Dogs of War. Uh these guys are armed with uh, swords and pistols. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm, you know, I'm constantly trying to find variations of my color scheme. So these guys, I'm not making them uh, checkered uh, yellow and, or quartered uh, yellow and black. Instead, they will have yellow pants, and then they have a, a black torso, and then the arms are sort of striped black and yellow. Sort of. Are they um, puffy-sleeved? Yes, they are. Uh, okay, more, so it's like more... the, the inner part is yellow, or uh, it's a bit of a mix. Uh, I'm I'm doing different things, <laughs> right? You'll see. Uh, you're thinking of a logical way of like ah, oh, like the the clothes be beneath are one color, or yeah, like the the, <laughs> the slashing. Ah, uh, I just do whatever looks good. <laughs> But uh, so, think... so, what models are you using, by the way? Uh, these are uh, once again parry miniatures, um, infantry, just mercenaries, uh, the basic ones. Uh, and then, as they don't have any armor, I'm just I found all the heads that just have hats or are bareheaded. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they look very nice. And then uh, some I found um, a good friend gave me some old empire bits, so like you know empire state troops swordsmen, I think, but. Mm -hmm like one edition back or something so it's just um i think it was like yeah two arms one has uh, the sword and one is supposed to hold the shield and stuff uh so i mixed those with the 
yeah, some other swords, and then I had the arms from uh, the Pistoliers kit. Yeah. So nice. they have some very nice uh, puffy sleeves and uh, cool pistols yeah, you, also. You cut the pistols down, right? Yes. They yes. are pretty big. They are, especially compared to these small pair miniatures, they were <laughs> looked ridiculous. So um, I think I cut about half the barrel, and I really like the look now. I think they look very cool. Yeah. I like also that uh, it looks even more like they could use the, the pistols as a club. As well. Yes, yes, because the, they're actually a bit back heavy now, the, cl- uh, the, the pistols with a little yeah, metal piece yeah. in the back and everything. Uh, so, yeah, uh, pretty, pretty happy with it. Uh, I had this, um, because, yeah, yeah uh, I'm going to tell you about my game soon also. Uh, and before that game, I had to finish a lot of things. So I was basically like, oh, I don't have anything to paint anymore. So I sat down and did a lot of uh, building, uh, building uh, models. So I built eight of these duelists. Um, and then I also built a couple of uh, Paymaster's Bodyguard, Halberd guys, and some uh, heavy uh, heavy cavalry to fill up some units that I, I, I was just missing a few uh, men before. Uh, I had a bit of a mind fart because I just realized that, shit, I was supposed to do a musician and banner bearer for my knights. And <laughs> I didn't do that. I just did three. So I'll just maybe make uh, new riders for them or something. We'll see. Um, and then I also made some wizards. And uh, yes. Uh, Plural. So, yes. One, uh, one's going to be a lore of metal and the other one lore of heavens. Uh, How many uh, wizards do you have? Three in total, Yes, yes, I have. Uh, Umberto. Yes, he is the shadow wizard. Uh, but uh, I, I bought the, the, you know, in the kit, I got four of them. So I was like, ah, I just needed one. But I'm happy now because I did. Uh, I, I, yeah, and they, they were really fun to, um, you know, convert with some little bits and stuff. Um, they have some, such personality. I feel like the Lord of Heavens looks really like, oh, where did I? I think I remember this spell somewhere. Was it? And then he just suddenly brings down a comet or something. Oh, Lord, <laughs> that was not supposed to. Uh, and the metal guy is sort of like a mini Balthasar Gelt. I, I now he's got the, the mask also. on him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think he's going to have armored uh, uh, gloves as well or gauntlets. Nice. Uh, so, so it's like yeah. a, a wizard coven that's hired this army then? Yes, yes, something like that. I, just to get some variation in uh, I and the fourth wizard, or the body of the fourth one, I used to make an assassin because that's Ooh. something in the Warhammer Armies project. Uh, Dogs of War can take, or Tileans can take assassins. Oh, nice! Uh, so uh, I, I took one of the. Uh, you know, I actually used um, a hooded head from uh, I think it's like the Dark Angels Death Knight, what Dread Knights, Dread Death Knights. God damn it, what are they called? You know, the cool knights yeah. they have in a terminal yeah. armor. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I don't know. But it, 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 I think it ended up looking pretty good. So you just got this gnarly dagger, and then it's just full of cloaks, like a big cloak over him and uh, hidden in. And I think he, I don't know exactly how it works. I think you hide him in a unit, and then suddenly he just appears, and, and you can give him um, killing blow, I think. You can upgrade him to have. So he, yeah. I'm hoping he could be really good at just suddenly taking out enemy heroes or lords or something. Yeah, that's how they work with the uh, dark elves and the mm-hmm. uh, skaven can have them as well. Ah, oh, nice. I'm, th- I'm, hope- I'm thinking this is like a 
not as good as the Dark Elf one, but still pretty scary. Uh, and last but not least, my lord also, uh, the mercenary general Vesper, on his, which is based on Leopold the Black from Fourth World. Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to be very interesting to paint because there's so many details on that goddamn model. Uh, it's going to take the same time as a unit or something. But things that I already finished for the game that I'm going to talk about also is uh, Le- uh, Leopold's Leopard Company. 20 of those nice. guys uh, are finished. My first metal models that I got to paint and, and uh, finish. And I, you know, I added a lot of uh, varnish on top to <laughs> hopefully keep the paint. Uh, and then as a little surprise, I also finished a um, halfling hot pot that I got as a gift from a friend. Uh, and I was yeah. a bit, you know, I, you know, I talked before about like, ah, I'm not sure I will get some halflings. <laughs> I keep this pure of humans. But then I got it and it, it was so fun. And I made like a little diorama base for it, sort of. Um, or, I mean... Instead yeah, of you... mounting it on the four different bases, I just put it on. Yeah, one. yeah, it's really annoying with those small because they're just like twenty mil bases, and the hot pot just kind of hangs over, so it just yeah. falls over if, if you don't place it perfectly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, so onto my game. Uh, so I got to play. I don't know if it, my first official Warhammer Fantasy game. Uh, in a way, I mean, we have played before, like. Uh, three of us at work just like a free-for-all and just playing around with the rules this time though uh manfred who usually plays 30k with us uh great guy he has a very cool uh ru- demons of the ruin storm army yeah, all kinds been of on scary the, the show a couple of times actually yes yes that's true um he borrowed a friend's uh beastman army uh and made a list of 2000 points uh, and he's thinking about maybe starting with a Tamarcon Chaos Army, which I really I'm hope. Surprised he, does. uh, he doesn't want to play Vampire Counts. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. See what you mean? I see. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll call him Manfred von uh, something. <laughs> You'll have to earn the name. Von Finland. Von Finland. Yeah. Von Matela. Uh, and. Um, so he made a cool 2,000-point uh, army, and I could not match 2,000 points yet. Uh, but combined with my friend Oscar's Wood Elf army, we, com- uh, we were able to do it. So he had about 700-ish points of Wood Elves, and I had, you know, the, I filled up the rest with my Dogs of War. Um, and we played uh, Dawn of War, just like s- tried to make a simple scenario, just fighting each other uh, on the big battle line. Um, on our side, I was able to field... My paymaster and his bodyguard, uh, and I had some pike, 20 pikemen, Leopold's leopards, <laughs> Leopold's leopard company. Uh, so that was sort of like my small front line. I had a giant, I had a halfling hotpot, I had crossbowmen, and I had some heavy cavalry on the flank. Uh, and we were able on our side to set up nicely on a hill with the hotpot and the crossbows, and then like the, a, a, a long line of pikemen standing in front. Uh, and then on our left flank, the Wood Elves deployed in the forest with uh, some uh, Glade Guard uh, and uh, a Wizard. I also had my Shadow Wizard, of course. And they had a Life Wizard. Uh, and then he also had some Eternal Guard on that side. And they are so expensive, so that's all he was able to feel. <laughs> uh, and then the Beastmen had Minotaurs with a Doom Bull. Scary as hell. 
um, some best gores, two big units of gores, and a small two units of twenty, I think, and one unit of ten, and then two units of uh, ten ungores that were ambushing, and chaos warhounds and two big pig chariots. What are they called? Uh, gore. Tuscore chariots. Yes, yes. Super scary chariots. Um, I think that was it. So, um, yeah. In short, uh, we knew that we were uh, we had to be defensive, and uh, he slowly advanced up the board, and we just fired a lot of him. The halfling hotpot got a. I got a pretty good um, round of shooting because I managed to reduce the toughness of the minotaurs to to uh, down to two. Toughness 2, and then the hotspot hit them, and it's only strength 2, but I managed to do a lot of wounds there. Uh, also killed uh, a minotaur that got hit with the, with the pot itself in its head. Just straight there. Uh, and, um, you know, yeah, we were slowly whittling, whittling them down. Manfred was <laughs> uh, a bit unlucky. He, he cast a spell, um, you know, got... Uh, as, uh, what is it called? It's not called Perils. Miscast. He miscast a spell. Yeah. Uh, dimensional cascade blew up oh. the wizard and his and most of his unit, and then the rest ran off the board. <laughs> so that was like a ooh, yeah, that's a big blob of gores we don't have to fight. Um, uh, however, the depleted beastmen that then did get into combat, they really did a number on us. Um, it was looking pretty good because they were getting close, but they didn't get any charges. And then we countercharged. So I went downhill with all my pikemen and stuff and just, oh, hold the line. <laughs> uh, and my, I, I went with Leopold's Leopard Company and the heavy cavalry in the flank of a big gore unit. But we just didn't do enough wounds. And then he won on combat resolu- resolution. I think basically yeah. because he over, he had a he had a lot of heroes and stuff. Also, he had like these uh, either be, uh, what are they call lords or best be, uh, I don't know the good the lord the hero and lord <laughs> gores. There's so many gores in there. Right. Big goats in the unit with uh, great weapons, and they did overkill. He overkilled Leopold, and that gave him a lot of points for combat resolution so uh, the le- the rest of the leper company were like we're not paid well enough mamma mia and they ran off the board <laughs> not good the the cavalry broke and ran off uh, ran away also uh i think they were overrun by the chariot later uh i didn't know that also but like oh wait a fleeing unit that is attacked do they then rally and fight no they're just killed oh shit <laughs> That's, that sucks. Uh, on the other hand, uh, and then in the middle, the Doom Bull and the Minotaurs were doing a big number on us, just slowly killing us. Um, but on the other hand, uh, on the other hand, on the left flank, the the Wood Elves showed that Elves are a lot better than humans. Uh, easily ward off. War, uh, yeah, they killed the the Warhounds coming up on them, and there's some Ungors trying to ambush them right behind. They were also shot to pieces. Um, so, um, but things were uh, looking a bit grim because we just couldn't kill the damp Doombull. And the Minotaurs on Doombull, they get more attacks for each unit that they kill. Uh, so they had a shitload of attacks. I sent in my giant because he had actually killed some Minotaurs before. So I thought he could maybe take him down. But uh, he was then chopped to pieces by the Doombull. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, he didn't even get to jump. So sad. Um, but anyway... Uh, so in the end, I think the elves also were uh, killed by chariots and stuff like that. So the last unit standing were my paymaster and his bodyguard that had actually killed a unit of bestigors. So I was pretty happy with them. 
but then they were just surrounded with, with like four units of different beastmen. So we were ta- taken out to the man and tabled. Um, but uh, very fun, uh, challenging, and uh, it took forever for us to play because we none of us really knows the rules. So we had to stop constantly and like, oh, wait, how, how does that, this work? Uh, and yeah, well, isn't the, the 8th edition rulebook is pretty easy too. Yeah, so it's easy to find to find, and find things in, but it's just like, oh, but wait, in 30k it's like this, shouldn't it? Yeah. Oh no, it's actually completely different here. Okay, uh, uh, and this rule, oh, okay, regeneration. That's basically like feel no pain. Then, oh, okay, but it's got another <laughs> name here, and blah, blah, blah. yeah, and it won't work if you attack it with flames and stuff. Ah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, we had we had fun. It was uh, I think beastmen are such a cool enemy to fight. They're like the ultimate bad guys. Yeah, just scary goat men uh, that want to destroy civilization and then this desperate alliance of men and elves. Um, and I think we all came out uh, excited to get some more. I think Oscar went home to try to finish his um, uh, his the Eternal Guard. He had some few like layers left on them, and uh, then he he sent us a list of like, oh, I think this is my two thousand point list. <laughs> like, oh <laughs> shit, it's <Nice. laughs> good. So he's got it planned out now. Um, you can imagine yeah. the uh, the dogs of war coming away from that battle, just uh, worn down, and then they go up yep. to the, the widow general, like, okay, well, we lost, but you still need to pay us. And then the elf yeah. lord just gives them, like, here, have these three magical acorns. <laughs> what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> We're going to do with this? And then they're back to fighting each other. Because we have, yeah. we have a little feud going on between us anyway. So <laughs> we just set it temporarily set it aside when bigger threats are around but um yeah like uh, it's gonna be interesting i don't know uh need to find something to kill minotaurs with maybe some uh, ballistas or something bolt throwers yeah could work your new um, mages mm? the, a comet to their yeah. head get some other, some cool spells or just avoid them just yeah <laughs> get more fast cab and just ride around them all the all day long uh I don't think these uh, poor duelists that I'm painting are going to do anything, but they could be a pain in the ass just running around shooting pistols at people and then running away when they charge them or something. We'll see. Yeah. Um, nice to have some skirmishers. Yeah, yeah. They, um, I think they'll be oh, good I, redirectors yeah. as well. Yeah, I forgot that the Wood of, he also had the Waywatchers, five of them. That's why I also were like, oh, damn, skirmishers are really good. They're so easy to move around. And they were also because they also have some really good um, arrows they can shoot. Uh, so they they performed very well. Um, nice. I also I also want some. I'm thinking about getting some um, um, halfling skirmishers with bows. Also, It'd be kind of yeah. cool because I want to have like a little part of the army now being halflings and stuff. Yeah, I like uh, uh, the hot pot. That is like it makes it feel like mm-hmm. a, an army that moves around. And this is the, yeah. the kitchen staff. <laughs> they just yeah, take exactly. right into the fighting when they have to. Yeah, I kind of want to buy some. Just you know. Um, Horses with carts and stuff, just with, you know. <laughs> yeah, it could uh, be a nice uh, unit filler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I will. We'll see. Just piles of treasure that we have all the booty <laughs> for the mercenaries. Uh, a last thing to add also is that I, I managed to. I, I bought the the Brunner book. That yes, they released awesome. recently. That is like a combination of three books. It's it's massive. It's almost eight hundred pages. I realized when I got it, like, oh, shit. Um, and so far, I've started uh, on the first book. And before that, there is, like, a little extra story that's, like, a background 
uh set in Bretonia with uh, this like it's like this is some mercenaries from Telia coming up there and then Brunner is yeah uh, you know Brunner is recruited to do all these things and it's I, I I'm taken I, I was blown away by by uh, it's really well written and uh, very grim dark and I instantly loved it so yeah uh, very I, I recommended this for a while if you read it <laughs> yes such yes, a you good uh, Dogs of War background story and then, I like it so much because in the book Cecius moving around through so mm. many parts of the old world you get a very oh, yeah. nice feel of the of all the, the places of the different yeah yeah definitely because it's like he's already been a bit in Bretonia and you feel like, oh this you got to get this French feeling and then you, he was in the empire and that all all of uh, the crazy things happening there uh, and then the, this story I started there down in in Tilia in Miragliano uh, hanging out with all the bandits and <laughs> pirates and yeah. stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, high expectations for this book. Uh, gets the hobby juices pumping. Mm. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Whew. That's we, a lot of fantasy. Uh, should we go on to a break and then we'll have some uh, Titanicus talk then? Yes, yes. Uh, been interested in, interested in this game and they keep releasing very cool models uh and uh yeah frederick that will be on here has actually been to an event where they were trying out titanicus uh, awesome. so yeah stick around for the good stuff staff after this music
And we're back. And, uh, well, Nicholas is here somewhere, but uh, he can't talk anymore. Uh, <laughs> and instead, I'm joined by, uh, yeah, the Titanicus experts, uh, Frederick and Richard Swenson. Thank you. <laughs> it's always weird to say Richard instead of Richard. I don't know. But it feels like I should say Richard when we're speaking English to each other. Uh, it's like I tell my students, it's always fine with Richard uh, or Richard. Uh, but I... not Dick. Yeah, or... I was going to say, can I call you Dick? <laughs> not Dick or Ricard. <laughs> you're such a Ricard. <laughs> uh, and of course, you're, you know, uh, you've been on the show before. Uh, three of us uh, were the, the White Walkers who sent emails to uh, Ivan of Horus way back in the day when they were like one of the first heresy podcasts and stuff. Uh, so we know shit about heresy, but um, uh, we brought you on because, first of all, well, Frederick has been to an actual Titanicus event, and both of you are working on Titanicus uh, Legios, so uh, we'll wait a bit with the event. First of all, let's, um, uh, Frederick, tell us about the Legio you're working on. Yeah, I mean, um, what I did basically when, when uh, the Titanicus came out and uh, um, I became a little bit interested in in uh, in the game and starting to to paint some of the awesome awesome models. Um, what I did was just I went into Games Workshop's homepage and then checked what what deck code sheets were left. To buy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and from those three, I, sh uh, I sort of uh, went from there and saw what the color schemes were and uh, which one. Uh, would be most interesting for me to paint, both um, aesthetically, of course, but also technically, because uh, I really like to challenge myself uh, a bit with each project. So um, I started uh, painting Legio Stellaria, the Imperial Hunters. Oh, yeah. When green, first... green and red. Yeah, So because when I first saw the, the green uh, on the armor panels, I had no idea how to achieve that effect, so that it was mm. perfect. Mm. Yeah. An achievement you have, sir. You're painting some awesome models. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, and, add, and adding some your personal touch as well with some uh, cool purple and all kinds of things you're playing around with. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't, you kind of have to, I mean, you have to make it interesting, right? Try yeah. To, to push push some of the boundaries, but we'll keep within the, the set uh, rules for the, for the Legio. Yeah, and Solaria is the legion with only females, right? Yeah. Uh, have you have you since you decided? Have you read any about them? I think the Titan yeah. Death is about them, right? I did. Uh, yeah, uh, I read uh, the Titan Death book after uh, yeah. after yeah. I decided. And you weren't like, oh shit, I hate this legion now. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no. no it's, uh, I mean, it wasn't the best. I mean, I w maybe I wasn't super inspired, but uh, but the book, I think, but it was good. Mm -hmm. um, um, so, uh, how much? Uh, well, how many titans, or what have you painted so far? Well, uh, I started with the with the the awesome um, Titan Battle Group um, set. Uh, oh, yeah. So that one contained one Warlord, uh, one Reaver, and two Warhounds. So yeah. that's what I brought to the event that we will mm -hmm. talk about later. Okay. Um, so that's what I have finished, painted up. Uh, and now I also bought the new box set that recently came out. 
Um, oh, yeah. Oh. With the, the Lancer Knights and more Reavers and stuff, right? Yes. So, uh, so there's additional two, two additional Reavers, two Warhounds, and two Lancers. And then I've complemented it with two additional Lancers. So I have four Lancers on my painting table right now. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. And, uh, and Dick. <laughs> sorry. sorry. I could, uh, Richard. Uh, yes. You've you've inv- <laughs> you've invented your own Lijo. Yeah, yeah, I did a, a, a different route, so to speak, um, a route, whatever your your pronunciation. Um, I did I did some research, uh, but it was really bad, <laughs> really bad research. And then I just went, I'm gonna paint something extremely colorful because I've never done that before. Yeah. Um, so I I. Looked around, I searched my different paints, uh, and I found this kind of, uh, I found this metallic pink, mm-hmm. um, and then I was like, I want a something to complement this. Mm-hmm. Uh, super, I think I, I called it for a very long time. I called it super blue, <laughs> something. <laughs> uh, but in the end, it's it's kind of a, a metallic pink, um, metallic pink, baby blue. <laughs> Uh, marble thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, I, we started. I started making making a warhound, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it kind of looks like that gum. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's called anything. If it's that's, I don't know. I don't know. It's, that's what it is. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree. I think it, they look awesome. They're really cool. Uh, and you have since also painted a reaver. True, true. Um, yeah. Things escalated quickly from there, <laughs> uh, as they tend to do. Yeah. Uh, so I made another. I made a reaver, uh, just like Frederick said, trying to try new things. Um, a lot of airbrushing, um, mm. and now I'm building my second reaver, uh, oh, and I'm going to nice. try to step it up. Yeah. Uh, and do new things. Yeah. I like yeah. it. And I, yeah, and I know the, the, the pressure is on me now to get my uh, Warhound painted, but, uh, and I was, I was thinking like, oh, I wanted to paint something red, metallic, and we, you found this awesome, uh, I keep forgetting what the name of the video is, uh, uh, ah, whatever, uh, there was a Legion that fitted, but then uh, Games Workshop removed their transfer sheets, or sold out, I think, as a loss. <laughs> yeah, uh, they still out, but then they come back again. So, but I was thinking like, well, why I should I shouldn't let that hold me back. I should just do like mm-hmm. uh, Richard, and I could make up my own and just do the paints that I want to, like the colors. Yeah, Follow your that. heart, Morton. Or you know, and just freehand all the decals instead. <laughs> you know, it's, uh... But you wasn't you more into knights than titans? Yeah, I was thinking about that also, but I do love. Uh, or I, I like the idea of having maybe. You know, a re- reaver, a few warhounds, and then knights or something. That it's more like the ma- like the reaver would be the biggest one or something, or maybe a warhound would be the biggest one. I don't know. Or a side titan. Oh, that's a great model. That's a great model. They keep keep releasing very very good models. <laughs> um, and uh, well, yeah, you have both of you have now looked into these models, and uh, what do you think about them? Uh, do you like the quality of the models? 
Yes, I think they're excellent, and they're like perfect for. I mean, it's perfect for me who doesn't have any, any, or not much time to actually play games. Um, so this is just perfect for me. It's like small. You don't need uh, a lot of units, and um, you can make like each each Titan an individual project, basically, because mm -hmm. they. You can individualize them a lot with like heraldry and stuff. So each knight becomes their own small painting project, which is really cool if you like me like to to paint more than play maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, they're almost like a mini diorama on their own or something. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. I mean, I mean, the the details are like insane, uh, <laughs> even on the small ones like um. I'm trying to paint the, uh, the first night models now, but yeah. um, and even those is just it's so much detail, uh, so much you can do. And is it is it overwhelming? Is it like ah, oh, I, I can't yeah. bother, I can't <laughs> bother painting all of this. I'll just have to dry brush that or something to just you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, to some extent. But I'm, co I'm quite happy that I bought the uh, the one millimeter masking tape. That will come in. Oh, I'm... <laughs> God, doesn't it just break? How can you handle one millimeter masking tape? Uh, it's really, really hard and oh, frustrating, okay. but it uh, it really works. I mean, it, it, I think it will be perfect for this. Yeah. Imagine um, some checker pattern or stripes or something. It could be really cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I like the the river is like the perfect size for me. Uh, oh. It was just a, it took the the perfect time uh, to paint and build. Uh, the warlord was a little bit too big, and the warhound a little bit too small. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're gonna go all reaver. <laughs> yeah, those, those are those are my favorite. Yeah. But uh, okay, so let's talk about the event then. This is has been held by some of the Dirty K boys in Vecchio. Yes. And they basically organized like, a, oh, let's try out Titanicus, bring whatever you have, and uh, we'll just have this day set off to play. Not not super organized, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it has been some uh, Titanic curiosity in the DK chat groups. Uh, some people have posted up uh, Titans, and um, yeah, so uh, one of the members, Felix uh, Parmo, just uh, arranged uh, a date. Um, for a for a small event and uh, yeah, I think we were six or eight six, eight eight people people turning up, um, oh. and it was like you said, it was uh, bring what you have and uh, let's go from there. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really nice. So um, uh, we were six people who actually brought models. So. Um, um, the first game that we started playing was we just took one reaver each or two warhounds um, and we just went through the basic by, by playing. So we used a 6x4 and um, uh, played 3 against 3 uh, at the same time and it worked really well just taking each rule as they came up basically and, and slowly learning that way. It was, uh, it was really nice. Uh, is is six by four the recommended format, or is four by four? Or, you yeah, know? I think it's four by four. But mm -hmm. I mean, we had six by four set up, so we used we used that. Just depends on how many titans and stuff you have. Yeah, yeah, sure, I assume. But I think yeah, four by four is the 
is the size for, for all the scenarios and stuff. Kind of cool, though, to have all that space and suddenly... Because I guess a lot of weapons are not in range and stuff, and you can have more... You know, the long range... Like, the... In normal 30k, it's always, like, these ridiculous artillery and long-range weapons that, you know, yeah. they will always reach, or... but most most things reach turn one. But this could yeah. basically... You could have, like, a, like a sniper titan standing in the back or something, I guess. Supporting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, most of the weapons have different... Um, uh, you will, uh, they will be better uh, to hit on long or short range, so that kind of depends oh. as well. Um, so yeah, this is like, uh, and especially with uh, with Niklas' uh, favorite Titan, the yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the name? Oh, what is it called? Uh, the Nemesis uh, Warbringer, right? Uh, ah, yeah. What's it called? The one with the revolver on top. Yeah, the big big cannon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's probably better at this scale than in 28 millimeter scale. It's great that Nicholas is muted and can't uh, <laughs> can't talk back now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but, well, uh, yeah. Hmm? How did the game go? So, um, or, yeah, okay, wait. So now you started playing. How uh, could you tell us uh, who don't really know how does a how does a turn go in the game? Sort of is it. Uh, Still like a movement phase, shooting phase. It's like uh, like. Uh... Yeah, I mean, um, one game turn is divided into five phases. So first, it's the strategy phase. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The movement phase, the damage control phase, the combat phase, and at the end, the end phase. So different things happen in the different phases, of course. So the strategy phase is basically. Um, you decide who goes first, and there's alternate turns. So, uh, um, if you start, you will activate one model uh, or one banner if you have knights or one um, one squadron, yeah. um, and then uh, the turn goes over to your opponent, and then he activates. He usually activates one titan. Ah, and uh, well, does your titan do all of the, like, I activate this titan and now it will move, it will shoot, it will do damage control, it will go into combat, and then it's your titan? Or is it, I activate this no. titan and move, you activate your titan and move? No, you go through the entire phase with all of the titans first. So, in the strategy phase, uh, using just um, basic rules, there is, what you do is just activate them, um, and um, later on, when you use the advanced rules, you can um, uh, play stratagems and give them orders, for instance. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so there's more that will happen there. Um, Is it then that your leader, like the uh, the com the commander of the the best titan or something, that is cost uh, giving the orders, or is it you as the player that gives orders? Uh, I think I think I mean you basically are supposed to be that person. So yeah, yeah both I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking if there was like a you can only give orders within twenty four inches of blah blah blah. But I guess. Uh, no, but you do need to to roll a dice because each titan oh. has um, uh, a command check. So like for a reaver titan, mm -hmm. uh, the command check is four plus. Mm -hmm. So if you if you make a four plus, then the order goes through, and if you 
don't, then you can't give any more orders. Uh, okay, so there is, I guess, how competent they are in yeah. <laughs> following rules and stuff. And then, I mean, there's then there's other more advanced rules which dictate, which yeah, can give you princess um, oh. advantages in in this aspect, for instance. Okay, um, I can imagine like you have more of a stru structured legion, a legio that follows. You know, we have to follow orders, and then you might have something more. Wild. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what you say. I'm gonna earn some glory for my titan. Because I mean, every we didn't use that um, at this uh, event, but uh, I mean, each uh, legio has its own trait, mm -hmm. uh, just like the the 30k uh, legions do. Um, these have uh, their own traits and some special equipment, mm -hmm. um, and also the. The princeps have uh, special traits that you can use. So, a lot of layers in the game. I mean, we were just doing the basic level, oh, and yeah. that was really, really fun. And then you yeah. can just build from there. Yeah. So, but that's a very yeah, a good start. A good start of that. Yeah. That's uh, so, uh, mm -hmm. any, uh, or yeah, I guess uh, then we understand. Yeah, then it's like moving and shooting. Is that pretty straightforward, like similar to 30k? Close yeah. combat also? Yeah, sort of. I mean, you, you can never get like uh, into hand-to-hand -hand combat, but you can like use melee weapons, basically. But you can always just walk away. <laughs> you're, oh, yeah. never, you're never stuck in combat. In that yeah. And when you move, can is it mm -hmm. like you can only turn 90 degrees and stuff with bigger titans? And... Yeah, so that's also um, different. Uh, depending on how big your titan is, so yeah. um, each titan will have like a command terminal, yeah. which uh, contains all this information. So um, the game is working in, in like four to five degrees turns. So uh, Reaver can move like six inches yeah. and do two four to five degrees turns. Okay, in one turn. If you don't push the reactor, which is uh, another of these uh, fun things you can do, yeah. then you can go nine turns or nine inches and uh, make three turns, for instance. Oh, okay. But it also changes. I mean, the, the warhound is much fa faster. Mm -hmm. You can turn more and walk further. And the warlord is slower, of course, because it's mm -hmm. bigger. So it can walk a uh, shorter distance and do less turns. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, you mentioned the pushing the reactor, which seems really fun. When do you do that? Is that in each phase, like, uh, or is that before? Is that like a stratagem thing? No, it's like an option you can do. Uh, so, like, if you need to move further, for yeah. instance, if you if you want to move six, uh, if you want to move nine inches instead of six, you yeah. can uh, push the reactor. But uh -huh. it comes with a price. You need to to roll the reactor die. Oh. So um, if you're lucky, it doesn't cost you anything. But if you, but it could uh, cost you one um, bip on the reactor uh, scale thingy. Ah, oh, yeah, you have the thing that you move basically to yeah. each side to. And yeah. That's cool. Yeah, or even two, or you can awaken the machine spirit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is good, right? Or could be good. 
Yeah, it could be really good. It was really good for me in the first <laughs> But uh, there's no guarantee, really. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> so, I know also you said you can you can push the reactor to get extra shields and do extra weapon damage and stuff, right? I think. Yeah, some of the weapons do have that as an option. Uh, like a plasma, them, maybe. You can give them more energy to do more damage. Right. Yeah. Um, cool. And you can uh, push the shields if you're uh, under heavy fire. You can push the shields, and then you can reroll all uh, ones that you, all the saving throws that you miss with ones, oh, nice. and reroll those. Yeah. Which can, can be worth it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's a, an important mechanic that the um, to keep track of the plasma reactor. Because mm. um, if it overloads, you might blow up, right? <laughs> I guess yeah. the, it's the worst scenario. Yes, in the worst scenario, you will take damage at least uh, yeah. if you don't manage it correctly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one of the the nice mechanics that you need to to think about which choices yeah. you make and what the cost can be. Yeah, it's as you say. I mean, there are a lot of different layers to this game. Yeah. Uh, uh, and um, you said that the damage control phase is before the combat phase. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. It's after the movement phase, and it's mm -hmm. the damage control phase because each. Uh, Titan has like uh, a small group of engine seers and stuff, mm -hmm. um, so that determines how many. I mean, take Reaver as an example again. Mm -hmm. um, they have uh, three Starvator blades. That means that you can roll three dice in the uh, uh, damage control, yeah. uh, and you're looking for four, fives, and sixes. Okay. Um, and with those. Dice, you can uh, vent plasma, so move the the plasma reactor down. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, raise uh, void shields, for instance, and you can um, uh, you can repair uh, weapons, and oh. you can uh, fix the critical damage uh, on uh, uh, that you have taken uh, oh, that nice. is damaging over turn. So. Yeah. It's really it's kind, of, it's kind of cool, also, because you, you, when you do that, I guess you sort of you you, you can't help but imagine these poor little tech priests running around like, bless the Omnisaya. What are we gonna do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it's really funny, and then after that is the actual combat phase, and uh, that's when you get to fire all your weapons. Oh, sorry. Okay, I mixed it up. So yeah, there's not like a separate shooting and close combat phase. Combat is all no. combat because you say, yeah, even yeah. close combat weapons are just weapons with shorter range. Sort of. Yes. So, oh, yeah, smart. Exactly. Nice. So that yeah makes it that comprises it a bit. Yeah. So it's a combat phase. You can fire your weapons, but yeah. I mean, the nice thing is that you, all the the titans have like these strict ranges and angles. In how uh, and for how far and where they can shoot the weapons, right? Mm -hmm. So this alternate turn activation um, makes it really fun, I think, to to just try to outmaneuver your opponents and get behind them and inside and somewhere where they can can't shoot you, but you can shoot them. And yeah, I mean, it's I think it's a, a really brilliant game because it's it's like. Um, it's challenging and rewarding in each of the five phases, I think. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> it seems it seems really really cool. I think it it's also it. I mean, it's uh, it's similar in some ways to Battlefield Gothic. Uh, but I, when I tried that, it felt a bit too difficult for me, or too too complicated. This seems a bit easier to understand, but uh, uh, but still complicated if you want to master it. Um, so in this first game, uh, was it like did you play two? Did you have like loyalists versus traders, or was it like a free for all, or how did it work? No, it uh, it appeared like we had like um, three loyalist players and three oh. uh, traders. Nice. So, so I, I was there with my Legion Solaria, and then mm -hmm. we had uh, the Legion Palidus Moor, the Pale Riders represented, mm -hmm. and also a Nighthouse. Okay. Yeah. That was on the Loyalist side. Um, and on the Trader side, we had two Legion Mortis Princeps and uh, one Le Legion Xesor. What the hell? How do you say that? Xestorbiax, the Titan House on. on uh, uh, that's with the um, the thousand suns. Okay. <laughs> it but you can still hear me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yep. Still hear you. Um. So that worked out quite well, uh, except that all the players that I had actually played games before and had a bit of an experience was on the trader side. And uh, oh. the the complete noobs were on the loyalist side. <laughs> Yay, go loyalist! <laughs> um, it was quite fun. So we just yeah. took one uh, one reaver each, um, and the traders had two reavers and two warhounds, uh -huh. um, and then we just tried to kill each other basically. So no, <laughs> no, uh, no scenarios or uh, anything like that. We just Try to to learn the game and see okay. how everything works. Yeah, good to keep it simple as a start. Yes. Uh, and um, and a few highlights. I know you already showed me one of them, which I really think you should tell the audience about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got really lucky. I was in a firefight with a with a a traitor reaver. Uh, so I shoot all my guns at him. Uh, in my first turn and did quite a lot of damage. I dropped his shield and did quite a lot of damage. Uh, and then in his, his uh, turn he uh, returned fire. Uh, and when I tried to, to push the reactor, um, I awakened the machine spirit. Uh, and then I, I rolled a stick and the, uh, uh, my titan got angry and shot uh, some of his weapons at the traitor. Again, yeah, then, like an extra yeah, in, in his turn, and blew him up. <laughs> really fun. So, so when you wake in the spirit, you have to. It's like a random. It could start walking, or it could do all kinds of things. I guess. Yeah, it's a d6 uh, table. So, okay. So rolling high is pretty good, uh, okay. and if you roll uh, lower, then they basically don't want to do much at all. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but it cannot be moving and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, that's a great, uh, great start of the game. Also, all right. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, I can't remember. How, was it an even game, or who won that first? I think I think we won that game. Yeah. We yeah. we killed that one, and also one of the warhounds. Okay, I remember nice. correctly. So I would say it was the loyalist victory for the first one. Yeah. 
And then uh, I know you said that you had like a little break and some more people came and some people left or something. And you, yeah, but you decided you did basically decide to do the same thing again, again, right? Yeah, we took a small, uh, we took a lunch and then we we talked about it when we got back and we were discussing if we should uh, uh, divide us up and try to a more difficult like a, game or if we yeah. want to uh, to do the same uh, as we did before just play together all of us and yeah I think we all thought it was uh, it was really nice to to just sit around the table all of us and, and play okay. together and against each other so so we decided to to just add a few more titans yeah um, so we added some more warlords and um, some reverse and the knights and then um, we uh, added some uh, some advanced groups. So we tried uh, some of the uh, the orders. Mm -hmm. See how that worked. And uh, yeah, it's really funny. Mm. So, but this one didn't go as well for the loyalists. The first <laughs> one did. <laughs> did you try to balance it sort of with points or how many titans you had or? Yeah, sort of, but not. We weren't super picky about it. I mean, we were just trying to learn and have fun. But I mean, we we would have needed a lot more knights, I think, uh, uh -huh. than the one that we had. Oh, okay. Wait, so yeah. because the knights were very good for the traders, or that they were? No, it was, they were on my side, and they were oh. were a bit too easy to to get rid of. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, I, I have no idea about points. So I don't know, like, how many of the mini knights are like worth the same as a reaver or a warhound. I don't know. No, it kind of depends on on uh, the weapons and stuff as well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what they come up again? Yeah. Yeah, because okay. I mean, uh, if we should talk a little bit, a little bit about that, about how to to like shoot your maniple. It's, mm -hmm. um, the rule book and all the the uh, other books contain maniples, which is like uh, you need to field uh, this type of uh, of titans together, and then you will get this benefit basically. Okay. So there are a lot of different uh, maniples, um, and each titan has a cost. So a river titan, for instance, as an example again, is uh, 250 points. And then you have to pay for the weapons. So the ah. weapons costs extra, depending on which weapon you choose. Yeah. Um, and then you add, a, add that up to, to uh, a set point, like 1,500. I think it's the, okay. one of the most common ones. OK. Yeah. But so do you have to we didn't are, there, do that. <laughs> are there bonuses for having, like, a, I'm running a Reaver and two Warhounds? Then that is called something. or. Yeah, probably. Oh, okay, so there are some uh, because there are some preferred like, yeah, strategic maniples that they employ. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uh, but we didn't do that. Uh, I no, mean, we no. just uh, used what we what we brought, and yeah. uh, we just added in like a few warlords and a few warhounds more and some knights just to see how they worked and okay. what the difference is worth. Okay. Huh. Um, well, that's really, that was cool. really fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, did and most people uh, were most titans already painted of the people playing, or was it a bit yeah. 50 50? No, everything was painted. That oh, was, wow, that's yeah. cool. So Rep damn, dirty K represent. 
we had like yeah, I'm looking at the picture now. So we had for what I can see, uh, one, two, three, four. I had like five warlords. Uh, seven, eight, nine reavers, oh, and shit. one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like ten warhounds, and then uh, a knight house with like, yeah, that's a lot of knights, that's <laughs> six, twelve, twelve thrusters, and oh. four lancers, and two for fire ones. so yeah, it was, was uh, quite a lot of knights. Damn. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't, we didn't use all of them, but yeah. it, was, uh, it was nice to see. Yeah, huh. that's really cool. So, um, has the the Dirty K guys decided on like a re the next game or next event or something? Uh, not for for Titanicus. I mean, we have some events planned, but yeah, we'll see what will happen. I mean, yeah. we we had an um, event planned for this um, weekend. And the Thailand Escalation League uh, should started its should have started its first event uh, this weekend, but uh, yeah. it looks like it will be cancelled. Okay. You know, like so many other things these days. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see uh, what will happen if much um, events we can run. That was the one with the militia only one, or no, Tal Talarn only, I guess. Talarn only, yes. Yeah. Not militia only, but. Talon only and restricted to to units and forces that were at Talon, according oh. to the books. So I, hope, I hope they managed to to play uh, play maybe yeah maybe in the in the near future at least. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely. This was just the first part. I mean this was the 500 points event, so the escalation yeah. will continue, but yeah. hopefully we can do the the thousand point one uh, yeah. soon. And I hope the the Titanic that you'll be able to play more Titanicus. I mean, yeah. soon it will be warm outside. It will be summer. And then we can be outside <laughs> and play. Sure. Yeah. Just keep the distance. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I mean, yeah, to sum up a bit, at least, I, I like I liked it a lot. I like, thought it was a real real fun game, and um, I mean, it was uh, it has been a long time since I uh, felt this excited about like a game um, yeah. like this one. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping for more opportunities to play. Yeah, I, I like what you say also that it's uh, so it's not just like I mean you like both the painting aspect of it and now also the game was fun and uh, and you came out of it being like I need more reavers. Mm. Yeah, they were really good. <laughs> yeah, reavers with uh, with volcano cannons was yeah. really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been noted. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so that yeah. Uh, what are you working on now? What's your next project? Well, my next project is for mini lancers, mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm working on a close combat reaver. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I'm gonna do one with a reaper chain fist and a melter cannon. Ooh. I'll, I'll try to look, try to to look as menacing as possible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Does it? Will it have anything on top, like a carapace-mounted weapon? Yeah, uh, I mean the kit comes with a with a last blaster, I believe. Um, so I guess I will put that on top if I don't give it uh, the missile launcher from yeah. the other river in the box. We'll see. Oh. The missile launcher was really good. 
difficult because you could always fire it. Because oh. um, uh, another thing with the game is that there's no pre-measurement. You have to say like, yeah, I want to this Titan here is firing on that Titan, and then you get to measure the distance. Oh, between them. Okay. But the good thing with the with the missiles is that their range was like super long, so yeah. you could always shoot stuff with that. Yeah. Uh, and since it's uh, mounted on top, you have like the 360 firing range. Ah, uh, oh, that's good for the river. So yeah. that was really really good. Yeah. So not not the best weapon, but it it can always fire, sort of. So that makes it very good. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect for stripping void shields. Yeah, huh. I like that aspect of the game. Also, it's going to be interesting to have. I know that they had a little thing like a tactic on uh, Warhammer community, with, which like, uh, well, you maybe you need some of these uh, warhounds that are like void shield strippers. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some, uh, and uh, these are like the Titan killers. And uh, engine killers and stuff. Um, yeah, it could be good to just assign titans to different. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. But then one of them dies, and it's like, oh, can't <laughs> 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 forge shields anymore. And Richard, are you still with us? What What are you working on at the moment? I think you mentioned your next reaver. Yep, yep, I'm here. Um, I'm working on my next reaver. Um, yeah. Currently, he is a fist-wielding uh, volcano can-armed dude. Nice. <laughs> we also have something on the carapace. Yeah, it's going to be the, um, the the turbo laser destructor. Ooh. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't played it the game, so I'm basically going. How? What should I? What should I do with you? Maybe yeah. you want some, some <laughs> stripes? Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> more, Just more into the uh, the paint still. Yeah, and rule of cool. I think with the weapons, yeah, yeah. I always love the idea of the the titans with the close combat weapons are so cool. I think. Uh... Sometimes like... you just gotta punch things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just mega punching. Uh, we want to have like a warlord with just dual. Fists or something like a super, boxer. yeah, like super worthless. It's so slow and just <laughs> running around hitting things. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think definitely uh, in the summertime we should try to do something similar uh, yeah. if we can assemble our titans. Even yeah. if I only have one warlord painted, warlord mm -hmm. warhound painted, I could join forces with uh, Richard and we could try to take <laughs> you down. Yeah, it would be fun. Definitely. Uh, I'm assuming from uh, Richard's uh, color scheme that they must definitely be traders. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're a bit, um, we're a bit undecided. Yeah, maybe separate. <laughs> so I mean, that's also cool with the uh, legios because you could definitely think that there are a lot of separatists that are like, uh, yeah. why we don't take sides, or you know, we fight for Mars, or we fight for our home planet. We don't give a shit or something. Uh, yeah, I yeah, will um, see. Yeah. Uh, could be very, very, very cool. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm trying to think if uh, there's something else I should ask, but uh, I feel like uh, I've learned a lot, which is very nice. <laughs> yeah, good. I mean, it's it's just just uh, try it. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you get the opportunity to to try it, just uh, yeah, try it. It's really fun. Yeah, I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I I also wonder how if. Uh, 
it will be more and more implemented in events in the future. Like it's a mm. there's a 30k event, but there will be a, a table here for Titanic if anyone wants to play. Uh, I think we yeah. did that. They did that in Malmo. I, I remember that the, the people from Dirty K actually a few of them. Yeah. It was Eric who who started playing with his friend. Yeah. Uh, so there will be there will be a, a uh event at uh, Lincoln this year. It was last year as well, I think. The day oh, before. you're right. Yeah. On Friday. Oh, that's true. That is true. I yeah. Uh, I didn't know also that because since it's uh, Lincoln, it could just as well be like a, you know, twenty-eight millimeter scale uh, Titan yeah. Titans also because there's so yeah. many fucking war lords and stuff there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Definitely. <laughs> play in this. We rented this gymnasium. This just put the knights out on the floor and <laughs> <laughs> let's use this, uh, you know, uh, obstacle course uh, material as terrain. <laughs> yeah, that. They have done that, right? Or I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the gymnasium, but they have played with big titans on, on yeah. 6x4s, and they're too yeah. big for that, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, more more hobby for the people, and more little variants of the game also, I think is uh, really cool. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like a compliment. It's still the Horus Heresy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So if you're into I, 30k, this is like, I mean, I I, I could never justify buying a, a Lancer in 28 millimeter, even yeah. though I really really would have liked to to paint one because I mm -hmm. think they're awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, but hey, now I own four. Yeah, yeah that is cool. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, oh, yeah. uh, throughout the horror series, reading the books and everything, the the Titan Legios are such a big part of it, uh, yeah. and they're all you know, whenever you read a book and it's like suddenly. The ground starts shaking. What was that? You know, war horns in the distance. You could just <laughs> this fucking scary titan comes over the horizon and starts blasting down buildings. It's always it always had this sort of feel like, oh shit, titans are here. And then, and then, and then you see that it's an imperator titan, and then it just ah. dies instantly. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's my takeaway. So maybe it's not the same in all novels, but yeah, you're right. It's the heresy. Big things yeah. die because they yeah. crash like a spaceship into it, like oh my god. But and I feel like in but in the in the 30k game, titans don't really come into it because they're they're just too big and they they're too many points. Yeah. You, you know, you can put one on the table and fi fight an entire army against it, and it will win. It, it doesn't really. I don't know. It's hard maybe to get that. This sort of puts the Titans in justice in the how they would actually fight, sort of. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. And I think definitely. I mean, Games Workshop have started with these. Uh, I think they're probably selling a lot of them, and they're making these uh, good value boxes of them, and like box set games and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I I can't see why they wouldn't just continue and maybe doing something like Epic in the future. I mean, it wouldn't be a big step to suddenly start adding in, you know, oh, here's here's a regiment of uh, Space Marine uh, Land Raiders, and here's mm -hmm. the models for them. Yeah, maybe. I'm not really sure that the rules set would allow it, though. Okay. Uh, so is it because it's so focused on the Titans and how their weapons and stuff work? Or? Yeah, so I think it's a, a bigger step than yeah. what might, my, one might think. But okay. 
I mean, sure, there's a, a huge uh, following for for Epic online, at least. There's yeah. a lot of people who would love if uh, Epic uh, would come back. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, mean, I think most of the specialist games that they have brought back have been really popular. Well, yeah. What I understand. So. I think so, definitely. I mean, Necromunda is still going strong and they're releasing stuff. Uh, and yeah. I, th- I mean, for Titanicus, I guess the thing is more like, haven't they almost released all the Titans and uh, yeah, Knights yeah. now? No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, everything that's, that has rules mm-hmm. um, is released. Mm. Uh, I think the only thing is missing is the optional weapon on uh, Niklas' uh, Titan. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, I think, the only thing that's missing. When yeah. the, when the new knights come out, I don't know if they have... I think the, me- the mechanic of knights are still waiting for. They're, they've yeah. been, like, rumored to come, but they still haven't seen anything about the Atropos and stuff like that, so... Yeah, uh, they, but, don't, uh, they don't have any rules yet, so that will probably be in a future book. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So, so that's, that's a, a big difference from the 30K uh, yeah. game, right? That they yeah. have actually released all the models. I think it would be kind of cool to have a, if they suddenly release a Titan. Well, I guess the side Titan. Yeah. No, that ha- it's not. Ah, does it exist in 30K in 28mm scale? It is, in the rules, I think it existed, but I can't remember mm-hmm. if it has some models. Uh, because, I mean, like a specific Titanicus exclusive models that are not available in 28mm, and like new versions of Titans that we haven't really. I mean, that has been in maybe in the books and fluff, but we haven't seen, or I don't know. Yeah, uh, hopefully they will release something uh, yeah. really cool. I mean, uh-huh. there's, a, there's a lot of night, night chassis left. I mean, uh-huh. uh, the tiny ones and the slightly bigger ones in, uh, in 40K as well. Uh, I guess we could release those. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, it would be cool to have something like... Um, there's been been rumors about something halfway between a, a warhound and a and a reaver, right? Oh yeah, maybe. That. Is that and the ones in the uh, in the Titan Death book? Yeah, I think they're mentioning them there. Don't remember what they're called though. Yeah. Uh, maybe they they used to be back in Epic. I don't. Yeah, there are a lot of really okay. weird-looking Titans back <laughs> in Epic. Yeah. Uh, so they could definitely find find something there. Yeah. Uh, the Warmonger, uh, though, yeah, that one. The, Nick, the Nicholas Titan is, for, is in there, probably, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the Nicholas pattern. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this was really uh, very educational uh, and very nice to hear that uh, cool events like this are going on. Um, yeah. And yeah. nice that you're excited about it. Yeah, it was nice of you to call me an expert in the beginning. Uh, oh, well, I, was, uh, <laughs> I think you lived up to it here. <laughs> uh, hope I made some sense, at least. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, um, definitely. Uh, I mean, uh, was that a dick? <laughs> <laughs> the expert and the dick. <laughs> I know. Hey. <laughs> it's something, right? <laughs> at least I got to participate. <laughs> participation award. <laughs> no, I re- no, you 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 can be awarded as the the guy who came up with the coolest uh, personal lead joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the so, um uh, the bubble gummers. Bubble gummers. They're going strong. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much, both of you guys, for particip- 
part participating. Uh, and uh, I don't know what uh, I don't know what what the uh, princeps say to each other. Like uh, <laughs> keep the engine warm, sure. <laughs> keep the machine spirit happy. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be good. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and to our lovely listeners out there, remember: Fulgrim gives head, and Fulgrim takes head. Don't lose your head. <laughs> <laughs>